That's that's unloosening. That's loosening the mic. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Um, there we go. How's that sound? Mm. Oh, it's tight. Um, oh, <laughs> I feel like over the years I've gotten adjusted to your the scent of your farts, particularly like. No, the, you haven't. I you think cover so. Your face every time. Yeah, but there's something comforting. Was that a bad one? This is what I get every time I fart. Was that a bad one? Oh yeah, man, it came out hot. Okay. <laughs> and then you 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 put on your your balaclava, which is your shirt over yeah, your yeah face. over my nose. But I I it may still smell bad, but I feel like there's a comfort that I feel in the smell of your farts. Your farts remind yeah. me of like a grandmother's house smell. I was like just like say there's that. like it's it's not good, but like you know it's like there's something comforting in it. There's something from childhood. There's something beautiful and like loving and tender about it. And I would also add that descriptor to your farts generally. So I asked my doctor about, or at it. least your smell. Does does the Sam Calderon no, exuding smell is like comforting fart to me. smell <laughs> don't say that don't don't correlate the two no, no no i'm not saying that you exude fart smell i'm saying you have a fart smell and you have an, a, a smell yeah everybody has a everybody smell. has a smell and both are comforting to me well, in nice. my old age what now. would you how would you describe my smell it's so impossible to describe house smells like you know you walk into somebody's home and it's like you smell like your home yeah you know like when you get that moment well like back in high school i remember um I won't name names, but there was a girl who rode horses and um, her house smelled like she did. Not, oh, she so, didn't smell like a horse. <laughs> See, Dan, you really, you got to stop juxtaposing these smelly things with people. You're right. You're right. Sorry. Her house didn't smell like a horse. She, she smelled particular. She smelled particular and her house smelled that particular way. Also, she had horses. <laughs> Thank you. No, thank you. She- I see how that would be misleading to the general public no. about both you and her. Yeah, well, I'm glad we cleared that up because it was really scaring me. But here's the thing. So I did ask my doctor about it. I'm like, I've heard a lot and I, and I don't poop every day. You, ask, you don't poop every day? No. Okay. I never have, which probably makes sense why I fart so much. And also, like, for the listener at home, like, your farts are just, they're booming echoes. They're loud like, it is like time. It is like somebody, it's like, you know, when Bane. Well, I force them out. You know when Bane blows fair. up the floor of, of, of the sewer and all the stuff falls down, like the, yeah. the Batmobiles and shit? Yeah. That sound of like of like an explosion echoing in the sewers and 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 many giant pieces of Morgan Fox's mechanical equipment hitting the sewer floors. That's what one of your farts sounds like. Amen. Just like a ruptuous. I, I, blast. I prefer thunderous and 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 uh, cacophonous. Mm. I like that. Like symphonic, even symphonic. Yeah. yeah, I've I've done a few tones before. Well, oh, the other, well, the thing is about your farts is that a lot of people can only fart one tone, like how human beings are born to sing. Um, but you can actually do like kind of the thing like they the, do in like Australia, yeah, yeah, where you where you have two tones happening at the same time, probably because there's probably some clunkage in your butthole and it's splitting it off, making two tones or something. Mm, but that's my native name, Sam Two Tones. <laughs> called her yeah, own. that's your Ojibwe name. That's my Ojibwe name, yeah. Uh, but here's the thing what my doctor said. He called me a slow mover. <laughs> what does that mean? It means I, I, I'm a slow mover. I move stool slowly. Okay, so it's just natural, but you just like poop slower yeah, than the regular human. It's fine. I've just got a slow and that explains, process. That explains the number of farts you have, too. Yeah, because there's, I, I'm holding poo <laughs> more often than other people You're are. You're holding poo more often than other people? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh my that's god. crazy though yeah i'm a slow mover you know what i'm just gonna leave that's it. not i don't think that's a medical term either i like i question her i'm like 
I really don't know no, if that's does, like that a No, that does thing. not sound like a medical term. But he said it's fine. So I trust Dr. Finley. <laughs> Uh, my I, I I poop more than the regular person, and I think it's because you have like diarrhea consistent. No, no, I don't have consistent <laughs> diarrhea. I just have like little delicate poops that I like poop out throughout the day. <laughs> Wait a minute, how, how delicate and how dainty are we talking? Like like uh, Mulan level delicate and daintiness. So there's some edge, but she's also learning to be a princess. <laughs> wow, you're coming out with the cultural reference. Bangers over here. Yeah, I'm killing it. I'm killing it in this corner. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. Do you want to get into the theme music for the show? Love to. Okay, here we go. Ready? I'm testing this out as theme music. Should we sing along? Yeah. Sing along in other words. And now you're in my way. Your stare was holding. Lip cheese skin was showing. Hot night film was going. Where you think you're Ready? going, baby? Hey, I just met your body. No, no, no. This is crazy. Ready? You know what's happening. Here's a number. So call me, maybe. <laughs> now I know what's happening. Yeah, yeah. This is baby. But here's my number. So call me, maybe. Hey everybody, and welcome back to Jamadi, 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 your, your fully academic encyclopedic source for all things Paul Giamatti. I'm your host, Sam, and this is Dan. Dan. And we're here, <laughs> we're here to, to tell talk you about uh, the man, the, man, the, the mystery, myth, the legend, Paul Giamatti. Oh, add a little flavor to it. Yeah, you gotta add a, a little, little bit of texture, you know, mm-hmm. a little bit of seasoning Speaking on top of, of that word. spice, mm-hmm. I... I'm learning how to cook Korean food, Dan. Oh, wow. Yeah. Is that part of the show? No, it's just beforehand. You just told me to come up with something, and that's all I had. Yeah, it's like come up with something funny to talk about on the podcast. And that's all I came up with. A little like, bit of I'm how co- the... I'm cooking Korean food. Very That's cool. what my brain came up with. Okay, okay. I like it. I, anything, you like it? Is it good anything, enough for you? Is there Am I performing? Fun? Am I performing well? Sam, you're doing really, really well. Cut the strings, because I'm Pinocchio. I'm a real boy now. <laughs> Sam, that's excellent. Thank you. What's funny about it? What's funny about it? I'm white. And ah, I live in Koreatown. The classic race bait and switch. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, I honestly, the only reason why is because I live in Koreatown. And I think it'd be cool if I knew how to cook Korean food. I think that's really cool. I really can't wait for to, like to come over and have you cook me a full Korean meal. Uh, I already have a meal I think that would be really you. beautiful. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Glass noodles. Ooh. Because they're, they're made from uh, sweet potato starch. Wow, I didn't know that. The noodles, yeah. Very good. That sounds delicious Fully to me. vegan meal. Well, I just had a sweet potato burrito this afternoon as I was escaping the office. That's good. Mm-hmm. I sat on this bench, and these birds kept coming up to me, and I was so damn scared because well, I, Okay, let's explain. Dan has an incredible fear of birds. I don't know where it developed. He I thinks think they it developed, hate him. It developed, they do. First of all, birds are devil. and um, Are devil. <laughs> birds are devil. And... I think it developed when I was in Spain. That might be our first t-shirt. Birds are devil. <laughs> Birds are devil. <laughs> <laughs> There's just a pigeon with fucking devil horns and like, Bird, and you in the Bird. background just terrified. Birds are devil. In Spain, I think I developed this fear of birds because there's these pigeons there. And I was like in a city, like there's not pigeons where I come from in Kitchener, right? Like, like it's not no. a city enough to have these demon scary birds. And in Spain they did. And, and sometimes these birds would fly at me or they would jump. Uh, 
Burp break. break. Wee, 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 Should we wee. take out the sirens? I think now we can... No, we just yell burp break? Reduce it down to burp break. I okay, think so that's we're fun. slowly pulling we're back slowly on the slowly pulling out burp break. I yeah. like it, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, but but these birds would fly at me. And, and I swear, I was ducking and dodging these birds all the time, and nobody would believe me until one day, one day I was in front of Buckingham Palace. Mm. In front of Buckingham fucking Palace. In London, England. Yeah. London, England. The gods, That's where the queen lives. The everyone. gods were over there. I was standing right there, and a giant British bird, not a lady, a bird, flew right <laughs> at me. They call them hens down there. Yeah, and it flew right at me, and I had to duck. And it flew right where my body would have been. And if I didn't mm. duck, it would have ran straight into my torso. And at that moment, I knew that the birds were out to get me. And here in Toronto, I live in constant fear. So I was sitting on this bench, and they were flying around at me. Mm-hmm. I was like, you can't have my burrito. This burrito's fucking mine. I paid eleven dollars for this they were burrito, at the burrito for this big burrito, and they definitely were looking at the burrito. And they've just gotten so accustomed to humans, and it's not right. Humans shouldn't interact with birds. I know. I get pissed off. That's when I see the one line them. that we shouldn't cross. When people feed them. I'm like, what the fuck are you oh doing? Oh my god! So I went to the beach on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this little Ugh. fucking boy. How, he must how, be like six years old, yeah. this little childish child. Yeah. And he starts, he, he, he comes to the beach with bread and we're all having fun, like playing Frisbee and stuff on the beach, like, like in this big area. And it's really nice. We're a big group of us. We're having fun. We have some drinks, you know, we're really living it up. Yeah. And this kid starts running through no idea what he's doing or what chaos he's bringing. What's he starts doing? throwing bread and these birds from all over the beach, like a giant yeah. birdemic flock just start landing right where all of us are. And oh it was maybe God. the scariest moment of my life. I'm just all the you birds, getting like carpet bombed with bird shit. <laughs> like it I was, well, I thought the birds were going to poop on us. Oh, yeah. There were so that's, many. That's, that's and this kid was feeding thing. them. And, and so like, and he's just running through, throwing bread up in the air. No care is given. And these birds, and he's like, ah, oh, these birds are following me. And I was so scared. There's nothing that I think I've been more scared of. Other than being in crowds of people when I think somebody might have a gun. There is no experience that is scarier. Yeah. <laughs> I wish Paul was in Alfred Hitchcock's Birds. I wish. I wish. I wish. Do we know that he's not? Oh, well, yeah, we do. He's not. Dead. Okay, okay. Um, We're well past those years. <laughs> We're in 1996. You're right. Now. That's a couple years past. Yeah. 1960s. Um, anyway, I hate Birds. Birds are devil. Yeah, and birds are devil. That's all I have to say on this. This podcast is basically my PSA to get the word out about how much I hate birds, and not all birds, mind you. Um, I like, I like chickadees. I like beautiful birds. Okay. So birds so like like colorful. Are we colorful talking colorful birds like parrots? Um, okay. Cool, like tropical birds. The birds that aren't parrots like, are huge. Yeah, yeah. But birds, do you realize that if you were around a parrot, I think you'd be terrified. That could be the case. I I've yet to be. A, acclimated to any other type of bird than pigeons and gross little street birds that are in they're not gross little street birds they just hop around pigeons? they're cute well, i'm not saying pigeons are, are cute what, what birds are you talking about? talking about the little little ground birds those other little ground birds the brown like buddies that we have in toronto like i don't like them i call them little pygmy birds it's like not them. the name i don't like them i don't like them i call them in my head i don't like them no i'm a little pygmies anyways um 1996 that's the year we were born, and that's the year of the film we watched this week. Are we going to start talking about Paul? Yeah, I'm just jumping in. Let's do it. And 1996 is the year we were born, and it's the year of the film we watched. It is called Before and After, starring... Liam Neeson and Meryl Streep. Sam. Dan. Sam, the first Dan. movie, <laughs> as you said, is for 1996. Um, 
what were you doing this year? To get, let's give some context for this. Like, what, in 1996? What were you doing in 1996, so, the year that this magnificent movie with Paul Giamatti came out? Well, I was born on the 5th of that year. Oh, wow. January 5th yeah. of that year. And then, so I was just, you know, sucking on to tea. Yeah, crawling. Cra- no. No? No, I... Not uh, at all I, in your first year? So here's the thing. I shuffle-butted around. So I would sit on my ass, yeah. and I would move my legs from side to side, and that's how I locomoted around. Wow. I don't think I did that in my first year of life. I think that might have been my second year. No, that was. My first year of life, I started shuffle-butting around. Nice. I only crawled for like a little bit, and then I would slide around on my ass, sitting up. Wow. Well, I would walk by the right page of four months. Um, I was also no, doing math not. problems, and I spoke French at the time. Really? Mm-hmm. But since in, then, I in, had forgotten about it. In, oh, no. You weren't living in the States then. No, no. I was in Canada. I was in Toronto. Yeah. And I was also working wow. on Mandarin, but I wouldn't say Full that I was circle. fluent by that time in my life. So 1996 was a big year for a one-year-old me. Um, yeah, you really developed. I think I developed more in my first year of life than any other year. You think so? That's genuinely Physically, true. mentally, and emotionally. That's amazing. I went from nothing to something. And every year since, I've just gone from something to something a little bit probably more fucked up. Damn, son. Yeah. Hit me in the heart. Yeah, I know. Uh, all right, let's see here. Uh, so, before and after is the film we watched. Yeah. And uh, let me give you a quick little synop. Oh, you got a synopsis of it? Yeah, I got a synop. Would you like to hear the trailer first? Absolutely. Let me play the trailer for you, and then maybe we can go into what it is. So, we, we, we tried... Now I'm just going to play the trailer, and then we'll get to play the, the, trailer and we'll the get biggest it. conflict of the show. Of Paul Giamatti podcast Coming so up next, far. the biggest conflict we've ever encountered. Something happened out on poor farm road. A girl got herself killed. For the police, he was the only suspect. Whatever they think he did, Jacob has rights to. For the town, he was the only one to blame. Jacob's innocent. Someone else killed that girl. But for the Ryans... He was their only son. There is some other explanation for all this. She was pregnant. Jacob wasn't the father. Suppose Jacob were followed by someone with reason to be jealous. Caravan Pictures presents... There was blood in the car. It's been taken care of. What do you mean, taken care of? What if you've destroyed evidence that would prove he's innocent? Whatever the truth is, we're standing by you. From director Barbe Schroeder... These 12 people decide, not you. The jury decide the truth. You're trying to get him off with your big shot lawyer and all your money. I don't bargain for my son. Meryl Streep. Liam Neeson. I just want my boy back. Before and after. Damn, son. That was impactful. That's a classic case of giving away too much in the trailer. I was so surprised when I heard it. Yeah, I was what like, the hell? Also, She's pregnant. Also, that n- comes in like like at the end, of, near the end of the movie. Totally, and a lot, and it sets it up to be something that it totally isn't. And also, I do want to hit on one thing. Well, what do you think it sets it up? That it well, it just, it well, we'll get into it in a second. Oh, okay. but, but, but the trailer says that it's directed by Barbary Schroeder. Okay. Um, on Wikipedia, it says it was directed by Rosalind Brown. So I don't know which one of those is true. By Rosalind Brown. Well, let's see what IMDb says. I trust IMDb more than any of the Okay, sources. bring it up, bring it up. Let's do a little bit of research. Um, but basically, yeah, this movie stars Liam Neeson and Meryl Streep is directed by a, a to-be-decided director. Barbara Schroeder. Oh. Well, Wikipedia is wrong. Shit, son. I guess that'll be the first. Um, did you like this movie, Sam? I did like this movie. I did. 
Yeah. Would, it, would it surprise you to hear that the world did not? I know. No, not a lot of... I was just looking at IMDb. 6.1 out of 10. Um, the movie uh, received bad at the mixed box to negative reviews and holds a 32% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, it only Ooh. grossed $8.8 million in ticket sales on a budget of $35 million. It was a big oh, box office wow. flop for Liam and Merrill, and a lot of people did not like it. Um, wow. Roger Ebert had this to say. Before and after is a long, slow slog through a story about a family crisis that is largely the fault of the family itself, especially the hot-tempered but loving father who makes a series of crucial mistakes. It's one of those movies where you want to call out helpful advice to the screen, which would save the characters a lot of trouble. Yeah, like they're idiots. Like the the, the, the whole is a story is idiot. they're idiots. Yeah, pretty. Yeah. First, the daddy's an idiot. And yeah. he, okay, so do you want to talk about what the movie's about? Then we can break down sure. why why they're a whole why the whole family's a bunch of kooks. Well, I just I'll just read the synopsis that I got here. So when teenage teenage just because in case you missed it in that trailer, it was a wild ride. When teenage son Jacob is being accused of murdering his girlfriend, the well respected and close knit family the close knit Ryan family is in turmoil. Jacob flees. Father Benjamin destroys possible possible evidence. The village community turns hostile, and Mother Carolyn is forced to temporarily close her doctor's practice. Then, which I don't think actually happened. Then, Jacob gets arrested and soon finds himself and his family entangled in a web of truth, trust, and lies. All on his way to court. Wow. There you go. That was crazy. Um, so yeah, basically like Liam Neeson, is, Liam Neeson is a daddy. Meryl Streep is a mommy. Mm-hmm. Their son is accused of murdering this girl. His girlfriend. His girlfriend at the time. And then basically they have to defend him um, when everybody starts turning against them. And it we sounds like... We have to like, fight for you, Jacob. We have to fight for you, Jacob. Also, Liam Neeson, in listening to that trailer, yeah. he sounds a lot more terrifying without a visual of Liam Neeson. Yes, he does. Yeah. Um, in the movie... I thought he was playing a mechanic. It turns out he was playing an artist. It's an artist, yeah. They've, but, whoa, let's talk about that chain ride, though. Okay. At the beginning of the movie, we see, we're met with Liam Neeson, and he's welding. Yeah. And he's up on a second level, and he rides a chain from the second level oh down to the first God. floor. It's so cool. He he starts the movie Impressive. with such style. Yeah. And so you think, like, right off the bat, like, you're like, this is going to be a good movie. Yeah. This guy's gliding down levels of, 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 a, of a garage yeah. on a chain. Yeah. It's like the in the Pirates of the Caribbean when they're fighting in in the in the in the blacksmith shop in the first movie and they're using the chains and moving up and down. Oh, and the, you're so you know, right. Yeah. It, it was very, very. It's on that cool. same level. It's, it's on the same level. I would say it's as cool as Pirates of the Caribbean. We both went, oh shit. Yeah, yeah, but it Leo. never comes back. He never uses it to fight anybody. He doesn't choke out like a Russian gangster with it. At that, some maybe point. that's what this movie was missing—a little violence. I think that well, there was some violence. Um, oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, and I have some sound clips of a lot of the violence if you'd like to hear it. Because oh, this movie, yeah. here's the thing about this movie, and I think I meant like Liam Neeson just fucking choking out again. Yeah, this movie was. Not good. I didn't think it was that good. Um, I don't. I'm not saying it's good. I'm yeah, saying yeah. I enjoyed it. That's that's totally cool. Those you are, are a human being. You can yeah. take it. Those are two different things. Also, we've been watching bad movie. Also, we've been watching really bad movies. So when we just get to a bad movie with like yeah. real people in it, yeah. you're like, oh. This is a movie. Yeah. The only movies I've been watching the past like three weeks are stupid fucking movies from the ninety about Paul Giamatti's in. <laughs> yeah. And now that I see like one like 
okay bad movie i'm like oh this is art like I, this yeah. is what a movie feels like <laughs> yeah man. it's so, it's all right but this <laughs> that episode, is the exact feeling we had we're like oh we finally watched a good movie this is a movie yeah <laughs> this is a real yeah. movie yeah. um a lot of the world didn't think that because nobody supported it and it bombed um but this episode sense. of our podcast in particular is is complicated because yeah. we set out to watch two movies before and after and a movie called breathing room from 1990 both from 1996 yeah um, we watched before and after, and this movie is serious. It's about this kid who's accused of murder, and it wasn't very funny to watch. Like, there wasn't no. a whole lot of, like, things to pull from to laugh about. And I don't know if you feel differently, but I've never murdered my girlfriend. So there wasn't a whole lot of things I could relate to in the movie um, because I'm not a murderer, and I've never been put on trial. Um, and the second movie we watched doesn't exist anywhere on the internet. No. Um, which was truly a travesty. Yeah. Uh, now, now, here's... And, and, what, like, what are we going to do, Dan? That's the thing. What's, what's the next step here? Because we have to watch every single Paul G. Well, we're movie, not Paul letting G. Breathing Room go. No. Breathing Room will not be one that got away. It'll be, if anything, our, our golden... Our, like, our little... Like, our, uh, the, the one prize. It's the last piece of the puzzle. It's the last piece of the Jamadi puzzle of the Paul of the puzzle. The missing piece. The miss, if you will. Yeah, the missing piece of the puzzle. 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 Um we need to I think for next week we're going to call the distributor. It was distributed by Buena Vista Pictures. No, it wasn't. It was no, it was just Arrow Films. Arrow Films. Arrow Yeah, I based think. in the UK. Yes. So this is what we're doing, guys. We're calling the distributor. We're going to see what happened to this movie and why we can't access it. Yeah. We're going to try and get a copy. We're going to go all out of our way to get this movie because I don't think we can properly understand or say that we're an academic Paul Giamatti source without seeing and talking about this movie. Not encyclopedic. At that point, we're not encyclopedic. No, 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 because we're missing a giant piece of the puzzle. You think an encyclopedia is just like, ah, we don't need F? No. 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 Of course not. So. And we are the same. But we feel sheepish. We feel foolish for, for trying to. We're saying we're going to watch this movie and not being able to do it. Yeah. And here's the thing. It might be because it's clouded. Because there's a 2008 horror movie called Breathing Room as well. That's all I could find. And that's all I could find as well. But I couldn't find Breathing Even Room Amazon for Amazon doesn't have it. Yeah, it wasn't on Google. It wasn't on Amazon. It wasn't on iTunes. I don't know where it is. And the I other know. thing, it looks like it was a very small movie. Um, it was a very small movie that didn't make a lot of money. And also is uh, the first film of a director. And I have some information oh. on Breathing Room that I think we can talk about in a little bit. But let's continue and talk about before and after. So basically, all I wanted to say was, I'm sorry. We're very sorry. We're so sorry. We but, didn't mean for this to happen. But let's talk about Liam Neeson a little bit. Okay. Um, so Liam Neeson is a daddy in this movie. And he is, um, I don't know, and his son. This movie wasn't that funny. I don't know. Yeah, no, it wasn't that funny. But remember that one scene where, uh, so their son gets out on, on Bond. Yeah. Because he's a minor. And then so, and then he won't talk to the family whatsoever for reasons unknown. Doesn't He doesn't trust them at that point, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so, but then he, there's also a younger sibling. He has a younger sibling. And Jane, and she comes down the stairs. She has some good lines. That, well, I'm sure we'll hear them pretty oh, soon. Oh, yeah. So then, so Jane comes down the stairs and she finds young, young Jacob sitting in front of a television screen crying. <laughs> but Dan, what's on that screen? There's nothing. nothing. It's, just it's just static. It's just it's white, white noise. static. And he's and crying he's, he's, in he's front of it. He's bawling to the TV screen. It's also, so it's also one of those creepy tiny kitchen TVs that yeah, yeah. you always wanted as a kid, but you like, you never had. You know? Exactly. My grandparents had one, but I never got one. I know. Um, 
and he, he he was so creepy. That kid looks like a murderer. So the thing yeah. the thing about this movie is like he studies murder. He murdered. He, the, everybody says that he murdered this girl, and his parents don't believe it. Um, though they found some evidence, his mom doesn't believe it, but his yeah. dad is trying to protect him anyway. So there's kind of a question of like, did he murder her? Like, what happened out there um, that gets unraveled? And um, I think it defeats the purpose to hire such a creepy kid. Who looks like like as soon as yeah. he is shown in a picture, you're like yeah, he murdered somebody. Oh no! As soon as he you is see him, a you're like big old creepy yep, boy, creepy boy. And then they bring him to the court, and he's wearing like a leather jacket, and he has yeah, creepy yeah. like kind of wet hair. He looks like a thin greaser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His skin is very translucent. It's mm-hmm. like ooh, this this boy, I can believe he killed a person. Like it looks like he killed. They should have done. Should have shown like a morally ambiguous, scared little boy. That's not what they did. They made him a creaser. They made him look like such a creep. Also, another thing I wanted to bring up was at the beginning of the movie, the police go to the house to search his things mm-hmm. um, when the boy's not there and, because they just found out that he murdered a girl. And um, they go, and in his top drawer is a picture, a nudie picture of his girlfriend who died, who, who he murdered. Um, <laughs> and Allegedly. Allegedly. And her, her hands are, like, crossed across her boobs. You know, like, she's, like... It's like a no little, nip. No nip. I mean... Good because she's a small child. Yeah. But the other thing is that picture looked like that girl was like twenty two years old. Yeah. And then and you don't know how old the kid is at the time. You just know he's in high school or something. And then we find out we see the boy and he looks like he's thirteen years old. So first of all, I have a question. Where I just don't understand the ages because then you see the girl later and I can't remember if it looks like the same girl, but it's weird that she know. then looks so young and we have and there's like a sexy picture of her at the beginning. Yeah, and in the car he looked like he should have had a booster seat. Like guaranteed he should have had a booster seat. Like he's 13 years I know, old. I know. He's the creepiest 13 boy around. And he's 13 boy. <laughs> I dropped I dropped a, a word there. Um, but yeah, I just thought that was a really strange mix. Um, do you want to hear some clips? Of course. I don't have much to say about this movie, Wait, should honestly. we describe what happened to... I don't really care. Let's kind of play some clips and we can talk about it as we do go. Do you have the clips where he describes what happened? No, because you didn't tell me to grab the clip. What are you... Ta- what are you, what are you okay, then we should describe... What? What happened? <laughs> what, what happened? It was manslaughter. He didn't meet... He didn't kill her. Well, that's, that's actually a great thing. Her. He didn't actively murder her. It was an accident and she fell and impaled her head on a car jack. Yeah. Ugh. You know, that classic. Um, yeah. It, it was, was it was great. Yeah. Um, that, was, that scene was tough to watch. Yeah. Anyway, so she's like, I'm pregnant. And he's like, you've been fooling around. And she's like, it's not your baby. And then they start to fight and then they get, then they make up and they're good again. They, and then they, they fight bang. again. They bang. Yeah. They bang. And then they fight again. Well, they realize that they're now stuck. And then she, in and the she snow. starts freaking out because yeah, they can't get out. Know, as the as girls, girls do. do. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then, but then, and then all hell breaks loose. Then she starts swinging a pipe at him. A and crowbar. Then, and then he misses it by just an inch. Just yeah. an inch. If I could miss that, I would have been hit and dead. But she's alive. Anyways. Anyway, and so then, then he like shoves her and, and the pole hits her in the head and she does a full 180, falls down. Which I think before she goes down, she just crosses her eyes. Yeah, because she gets hit in the head with a pipe. It's like a doing. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and she tur- twists around to catch herself. And but guess what's there? A car a jack. Clamp, and, it and it goes right through her right eye. In the eye. Right into her brain. Done deal. Yeah. Um, so Sorry. that was sad. Yeah, my bad. That's a good scene, though. That's probably like the one of the only few good scenes in this movie. But I realized, like, 
anything like you could be a murderer at any moment like if something goes wrong with People you are fragile individuals we're like meat vases honestly I, it really made me think about life and death this movie because i was like there's so many times when like i've been in the car and i've almost died in a car accident and yet i'm still here or yeah. like other times when like i would I, I i like like um you know sometimes when you get angry at somebody and you like kind of fight a little bit and like you're like what if you like, that person like fell backwards and like broke their neck on concrete yeah. or something yeah like that's fucked i've thought about and that then th- then you'd be a murderer yeah but you wouldn't like but but also if they didn't if they fell like an inch differently so, you wouldn't be a murderer yeah that's not fair have you ever been fighting with somebody and you've gotten so mad you're like i don't give a shit i watched a lot of hate. like i'm not saying oh. you wanted to kill them yeah, yeah yeah but i'm just saying like you ever been fighting with somebody and they like elbow you in the face no and you're like okay so i used to have stepbrothers as a, as a young oh, okay, talk yeah, yeah. and like i was fighting with my stepbrother ryan we used to fight all the time but we would play fighting and then eventually somebody gets smacked in the yes, face yes of course and then you get you just see red and you're like, I'm going to fucking beat the shit out of you. Yeah. You ever had that? I, I actually have that. Ha- I have had that as a kid. Not in my yeah, adult I'm not talking life. about adult life. Okay. No. Um, That's where you get charged. Yeah. I just don't like yeah. the idea that like, if I we like, can't beat the shit out of people anymore. Like, like where I mean, is the justice? Honestly, the time, the times have changed. And I don't think for the better. Like back when I was born, 1996, when this movie came out, you, you could punch somebody in the face and they could fall down and, and stab their eye in a carjack and you'd get off scot-free. Yeah. Because you know what? They probably brought it on. They you probably know, deserved they, it. They probably deserved it. Yeah. And nowadays, the kids are doing anything. The kids... Can't they, blame those victims. No, you know no, no. I mean? Nowadays, if you roll over somebody's finger with your hoverboard, like, like the police are going to get involved and you can go to fucking jail. Yeah. I think the times have changed and I think they've changed for the worse, Sam Calderon. Yeah, you think so? Me too. I think every... Don't get me started on me too. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, we're going to play some clips? Oh, yes. Yeah, so let's play a clip. So, yeah, um, so he didn't kill her. He was an accident. Great. But um, then his dad still tried to cover up the evidence. Do you want to hear a bit of Judy's lines? Of course. Don't tell me someday. Understand. I can't Daddy. stand it when you say someday. What the fuck? Mom, this is happening to me right now. She's just very... Um, she's angry. She's very angry. Oh, someday this will all be over. That's probably what Meryl Streep is saying. Probably. She runs into Meryl Streep in the bathtub. And, um, yeah, she's kind of, she has a, a little cloth over her. Yeah, yeah. so cleavage. she's taking a bath, and then we come in for the close up, and she has a little towel over her boobies. And, like, it's just weird that you would have a, like, if you're in the, it was a bubble bath to begin with. Yeah. So, like, first of all, like, I don't think you need that towel there when you're making a movie, because usually the bubbles are Cover for that it. purpose. Yeah. But she has, she has a, she has a washcloth laying over her breasts. Maybe but, she was exfoliating. I just don't understand why in a bathtub you would uh, have that. Burp break. Burp break. Um, I just don't understand. And if you could yeah. email us at emailjamadi at gmail.com to explain if you've ever taken a bath and covered up your bosom with a washcloth just in case your daughter were to walk in, let me know if that's a common thing or not. Yeah. Because I've never know. done it. We need to know. Man, I love bathtubs with jacuzzi things. Jacuzzi things? Yeah. They call them jets in my country. Yes, jets, jets. Yeah. I would just, I, those things were the best, huh? They, oh, I love a good water massage. And I love Jacob, Jesus. Sat through every damn class play of his. I gave him 50 bucks last year for the bikeathon. <laughs> for the bikeathon. For the bikeathon. Can we get to the sandwich clip? Yep. Um, yeah, Dad, you're so cool. Yeah, Dad. Oh, right, right. Um, yeah, so we have a sandwich clip, of course, here. 
Um, this is the third week in a row when we've had an emotionally charged clip about food. Um, if you want to go back through with us, we have, of course, the historic chili dog. Don't do this to me. Don't make me remember this chili dog forever. Remember it. Make that a historic, historic chili, chili dog. dog. What's so our next one? What's our next one, Dan? Our next one, of course, is Handful of Chicken. Of Last night over a handful of chicken, I told her I thought my life was in need of some radical changes. <laughs> Thank you, Harrison. Thank and you. for our third week of emotionally charged dialogue about food, we have... Um, we have... Da, 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 eat a sandwich. You can't do this. No. You Dr. cannot Rod, just I'm... sit here and eat a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> You, you can't, can't do this here and eat a sandwich. We need justice, oh, and you're goodness. not giving it to us. Honestly, I love how we're finding. What kind of sandwich do you think that was, by the way? Pastrami. Because it looked delicious. I would buy that sandwich. You know how there's Here's like the cookbooks for like movies and stuff. Yeah. Before and after would oh. totally recoup their money. Their their what is it like third twenty eight we'll million dollar loss? We'll get our Babish call. Yeah, yeah. They'll, they like, could recoup buddy. their like twenty three million loss of the box office if they released a cooking book about his sandwiches. Doc Ock. So Alfred Molina is in the movie and he plays this like defense attorney for the Alfred kid. Molina plays Doc Ock in Spider Man too. Yeah. So Doc Ock is in this movie. He has a killer With a mustache. mustache. Um, two arms, but a killer mustache. <laughs> God, Only two hours in this movie. Um, it's a trade-off. Yeah. And, yeah, he eats this crazy sandwich, and Meryl Streep freaks out because he's talking about her, like, son who, who murdered like, I'm people. I'm going to make him a meth addict. You can't do this. No. You Dr. cannot Rod, just I'm... sit here and eat a sandwich. Um, and he's awesome. He has some of the... He has, I, I liked Alfred Molina the most in the movie. Hey, you liked his character choices. It was a direct I, quote. I, Meryl Streep and Liam Neeson were playing it pretty straight, uh, everything they were doing. Like, it was kind of boring. There was but no But Alfred characters. Molina... Comes into this movie, puts on a mustache. He's kind of quirky, you know. He's eating sandwiches. He's like, he doesn't give a shit about. He has a like, fake mustache. Yeah, it's totally a fake mustache. Are you? Do you think? I, I don't feel know. like he grew it. Yeah. Alfred Anyways. Molina is a real actor. I bet he grew it. Um, but anyway, he has a couple of good lines like this. Teenagers, huh? God help us. Teenagers, huh? God help us. Love Alfred it. Molina's accent. Um, and so then good. he also makes a, a wonderful sound later in the movie that I don't know if you caught, but I want to play it for you because I think you will love it. Ready? Yeah, I'm so ready. You don't answer that. Wow. Oh my. You don't answer that. You don't answer that. You don't answer that. What is that noise? I don't know. So he's interrupting the kid. So, so he's like, he's asking him oh, that's a questions. throat noise. That's a... <coughs> exactly. You can't answer that question. But it was weird. And... I feel like the more and more that we watch these movies and we pick out sound clips, the more and more I'm realizing I'm learning a lot about screenwriting, first of all. So I think every great movie has to have an emotionally charged line of about dialogue food. about food. I think that's the first thing. Mm-hmm. Also, noises are really important. Um, as you remember from the other movie, we have a really great noise. Um, a really great noise here. Last night over dinner, over a handful of chicken. If I can remember where it is. Um you need to say something while I look for the Last clip. night over a handful of chicken. I, uh, that's still my favorite one. I, I don't understand why somebody would write that. They thought that was a really funny line when they wrote Last that. Last night over a handful, of, over chicken. A handful of chicken. We're going to get Harrison to say this one. Just wait. Where is it? I don't know, Dan. You're clip master. May your first child be a masculine child. <laughs> that's not it. Nope. That's it's from, from uh, Serpico. Mighty Aphrodite. No, it's not. That's not from Mighty Aphrodite? No, that's from, that's from past, no, fuck. 
Too many movies. <laughs> it's Mighty Aphrodite, I guarantee. Where the hell is it? Hold on. Hold on. Here it is somewhere. It's the 90s. I thought the guy was gay. Where is it? It's the 90s. It's like half an hour to get out of here. I'm going to check on the Tokyo Harris and Clark came through so clearly. The old same way I knew fiber optics would replace coaxial cable. And took his mother and the company for a ride on the fiber optic highway. Please, Lenny, don't be a smock! You can't find it? I can't find it. There was the from the phone. Oh, wait. It was from it was totally from the wrong movie I'm searching for. It is from Mighty Aphrodite, and it is this clip right here. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, uh, from the phone call. Yes. yes. Anyway, definitely worse oh, than yeah, the effort like, that went into it. Uh, but yeah. weird noises are also a big thing. You have your ants, uh, and you also have your, of course, your... Um, your uh your yeah uh you know like you have your noises um and i think we'll pick up other trends as we go but i just wanted to highlight those two as things that have been making appearances in the movies yeah um do you want to go through a couple more clips love to um here is one from meryl streep this is my special boo-boo light in fact it's magic did you ever see a magic boo-boo light before oh yeah boo-boo light i thought you said boo-boo line this is my special boo-boo line um, like a sexy hotline called the Boo Boo Line. Oh my god! You just you answer the phone and she just goes, "Hey, my Boo Boo, how you doing, Boo Boo?" Do you remember those commercials? I would I would go to my grandparents' late house at night, late yeah. at night, and I'd like stay up watching like bullshit television, like basic television, yeah. because I had nothing else to do and I could stay up late. And um, yeah, there would always be those commercials where it's like, "Hey, call me. The lines are open. Yeah. My name's Monica. They always had that Please soft voice." Me. Yeah. Hey, like almost it's essential. Right? I'm on it's a really sexy. tall woven white rug. Call hey. me. And like, but during the day they'd be wearing clothes. Yeah. Yeah. And then, cause they would play them during the day. Mm-hmm. But then at night they'd be in, they'd be in the nighttime ones were the hot they'd ones. Be in they were the hubba hubba She'd be on the bed. She'd be on the bed. She's like, Ooh, if you're mm. lonely and you need a, you need a little companionship for the night, give me a call. Look at these red thread sheets. Red thread sheets? Yeah, like thread red. The the red threads. Oh, I see. Oh, you're talking the about thread, the... Uh, the red thread on sheets. This, the, the, the threads on the sides. The hang off the yeah, sides. Is that what you're yeah. talking about? Or are you mm. talking about the threads are red? I'm just saying sheet? it's a red color sheet. It's a red sheet. Yeah, yeah. No, that's all I'm saying. Good job, Dan. Eng- English good. My name's... Bird my- is devil. <laughs> Birds are devil. Birds are devil. Bird, get it goddamn right. <laughs> um... Yeah, I always wanted to call those hotlines. So did I. Just and to see I never, I never did because I knew they cost money. And I was also like, I was like, I don't have my own phone. Like, I'm not gonna call that yeah. sexy line. No. Would they get in trouble if they were talking to a kiddo? No, it's not them. But also, if I'm sure that once they realize it's a kid, they'll be like, "Did your mom and dad dial the phone for you?" Oh, they you did? think that would be the follow-up question? Say, did oh, your mom and dad dial? No, 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 Dan, they say, oh, you d- they did? Oh, yeah, oh, honey. Right, oh, yeah. Ooh. Oh, I'm taking off well, my you're clothes on for, for you. Why? Oh, okay. Did your mom and your daddy dial the phone line for That's you? That's what they would ask. Yes. Yes. Oh, now I'm taking out Ooh. my bosom. Ooh, honey. I'm boo-boo. How you doing, boo-boo? Ooh, no, that's when they the switch. The magic boo-boo line. That's when they switch Oh, to, to the kid voice. This is my special boo-boo line. In fact, it's magic. Did you ever see a magic boo-boo light before? You know what? If somebody talked like that to me on a sexy hotline... That makes me harder. I think I would lose it right away. Yeah? Uh-huh. Toot pump chump? Yep. 
for for a magic boo boo hotline. Hi, boo boo, how are you doing, boo boo? Hey, it sounds like um. What do you do today? <laughs> are you being good? Are you being good, boo boo? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, there's definitely honestly, the thing is there's definitely men out there that want that. That's there so is a weird. Though. Line out there. There's a boo boo line. You think there's there. a boo boo line? Yeah, there's definitely not. It's not called a boo boo line. It's baby talk line, but it's definitely. This is my line. special boo boo line. Yeah, it's definitely a very, it's a very special boo boo line out there. You know what? There, like there are things like that for everything. It is yeah. so weird. Um, to me, and maybe not to others. I mean, if that's your thing, if if a magic boo boo line is your doesn't thing, hurt me, and if it doesn't hurt me, then go for it for for you. Yeah. This is my special boo boo line. In fact, it's magic. Did you ever see a magic boo boo line before? Do you want to hear the clip of the girl getting her head stuck in the in the car jack? I've been waiting for it. Here we go. And that's our show. No, I'm kidding. That's the same sound effect they used in Past Midnight. <laughs> when what happens? When, uh, wait, not Past Midnight. I'm you thinking You mean this of... clip? Yeah. Ah! Oh, yeah. God! What? I sat on the glasses. Was that Past Midnight? No. Is that, that what it's called? We can't keep referencing the movie names because there's no way we're going to we get it right. We're not going to remember. No, them. that one was Sabrina. Sabrina. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Ah! Oh, God! What? I sat on the glasses. <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> two different tacks, but at the same end. Yeah, exactly. I, well, the one with the one because we didn't get to talk about this last week. The one with the glasses is just insane. Those sound effects are so visceral. Yeah. The 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 squeeze like, ah! of, like of like a knife going to like an orange or whatever like Foley effect yeah. is like too much for me. Um, moving on, we can talk about this really good transitional line of dialogue. Fran, fishing season starts in April. Let's you and I go outside and talk, huh? <laughs> yeah. I love that actor, by the way. I don't know his name, but I love him so much because he's in a movie that I like a lot. Anyways, yeah, that's my that's my little tube sense. That's your tube sense. (laughs) Tube sense. Right on. Do you want to hear uh, when the son who murdered the girl is set on fire because a person set an art piece on fire and he tries to run up to it and it gets burnt? Yep. It's okay, Jay. Jacob, no! <laughs> Dude, I did not clue in when you were doing it halfway through. I'm like, what the fuck is that? They're breaking a window? Okay, never mind. This is Sabrina. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, these clips are so intense. And the music's also really intense in this movie. Um, it was you- good. Mr. Howard Shore. Oh, yeah, you know he's doing he's doing a really good job. Also, the 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 soundtrack for this movie was released on CD. Um, <laughs> yeah. It was released on CD from Howard Shore. Um, I don't know how much money it made when the movie only made eight point two million dollars. But um, for twenty five million, they made this movie for twenty five million. Thirty five million dollars. Thirty five. Thirty five million dollars. It made eight point eight million dollars. Wow. Um, Here is Liam panting. <laughs> Sorry, this is Liam out by his car, but uh, if we you forgot to talk about the sex scene. Do you want to hear the sex scene? Okay, can we talk about it first? Yeah, because they this is at a titular moment. They're really stressed about their son. I don't think he talked to them. I think that was the part, 
Anyways, doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, yeah, he wouldn't Their talk son to wasn't his talking to them, and then and so afterwards, they need, so they need to make they love. They need a sweet you know, release. They, they need, need a sweet release of each other. So they go upstairs and they're they're banging, but they leave their clothes no, 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 on. No, 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 they don't start. So first they're, they're like kissing. together they're and they kissing. start kissing. You're like, oh, nice. And then Liam Neeson starts doing this power driver type move, clothes still on. But it's you like see jittery. Hip- it's jittery. It's like, <laughs> and they're both wearing clothes. Yeah, yeah, fully clothes. And then we cut to, and you're like, oh, okay, now they're probably going to take off their clothes and have sex. Cut to, now they're still in they're bed. They're done. Same close up still, but they're sweaty as fuck. Obviously finished. And still in clothes. Yeah. So they had sex. Also, it boggles my mind. I don't know how Liam started to fuck Meryl Streep when he was like, you don't see him change his. There was a cut. There was a cut. Yeah, there was a cut. But there's still. It goes from kissing to him lying down on her. Yeah. And it. And but it's not even that. It's like it's like. And he's like. He's quick, 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 quick. He's a quick boy. Um. So in that cut, it's so uncomfortable. What must have happened is that he He was like he unzipped, took out his penis. Through the fly. Yeah. Left Meryl's clothes on. Well, no, she had a dress on. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, uh, that's just crazy to me. Let's hear them have sex. Love it. They're kissing. They're kissing. Oh, I hear a bell. You hear the bell? I'm really trying to pay attention, yeah. It's terrifying music. I would would never have sex to this song. You can hear a lot. You can hear kissing at the beginning. I wish we could have heard Liam's little movement. I would have loved him to have like a little bit of breathiness. Yeah, or like some dialogue. Like, not everybody can kiss as well as Paul Giamatti does in movies. What? But it's that's not a, a lot. It's like that's how you kiss somebody in movies. That's why we do this podcast because, like, here, here in 1996, right? Paul Giamatti three years earlier has already done like the apex of kissing in movies. Yeah, like he this, is the kissing this guy, man. This he is the titular, not really titular. He is the like, credited kissing, kissing man. man. And like, if Paul Giamatti can do that at the top of his craft at the beginning of his career. And blows yeah. Liam Neeson and Meryl Streep out of the water. Like, that bodes good things for what's coming. his second credit. His second credit. Um, and I think we we'd be We didn't even talk about Paul in this movie, I was about to say, we almost finished talking about this movie and didn't mention Paul Giamatti. <laughs> so, in this movie, Paul plays an uncredited role in the courtroom sequence. Yeah. This movie... We got three seconds of Paul, and he's turning around. Yeah. That's all he's we just, got. He's craning his neck, and that is it. There That's are it. no lines. We get a beautiful shot of him. He's oh there. yeah! Like we see him in full, full breadth of full head of hair, Paul. Paul. But but not much. So he doesn't give us a lot to talk about here. But I think I think one of the things is like maybe we can say like in the previous roles we've seen him, he's given us a lot. He played the simple man in Past Midnight. You know, he played a number of different roles from all around the spectrum of humanity. Yeah. I would say. And in this movie, it's kind of the absence of that. You're like, what can Paul do when he's not doing anything? He can. He can you know? look. Very serious. And he's emoting. He's in a courtroom. And he's still owning that character. And, like, your eye goes to Paul Giamatti. Or it also... There's this uh, African-American fellow in the front row who 
I would say looks a little bit more interesting as a character than Paul. Yes. But your eyes go to Paul second. You well, know? he's right behind him. If you look diagonally, yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul's right behind that man. And th- that's no accident to place those two figures like that. Because, of course not. They're the most interesting people. The director in the has room. to know that those are the two most interesting people. Yeah. So I think Paul does a lot with nothing. You know, it, so It's right. the sign of a good actor to be given nothing and still You're turn so it into right. something palpable. Then that's Paul to a T. Palpable. Honestly, palpable. 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 Palpable Giamatti. You're so right. Palpable Valentine Giamatti. Do you want to hear the clip from where he's in uh, the scene he's in? Yep. Where he says nothing? Yep. The door's open. And he's looking, and, and that's cut. it. Yeah. That's... Oh. Yeah, that's it. A bit of shuffling. So maybe there was like four seconds there, but like, basically, yeah, Paul looks, and he looks damn good. Oh, fucking hell, it looks good. Um, do you want to talk about breathing room really quickly? Yeah, so... Is that so, everything you had to say about uh, yeah. before and after? I don't have much to say about this. Honestly, no. the thing is, like, this movie was serious. I don't have a lot of funny things to say about it. And also, the clips this week weren't very good. I'll go ahead and say it. There wasn't a lot to grab from. There's a lot of scary clips of children but getting hurt. man, did that sandwich look good. Here's the thing. Okay, Actually, yeah, yeah, I do yeah. have one more thing okay, to yeah, say yeah, about yeah, that please. sandwich. Because you know you have a really good sandwich from a good deli. When they've wrapped it in that wax paper. Mm, yeah. When you're opening it up out of parchment, you're eating a good sandy. Well, that's a high-quality sandy. That's Sandy? That's a high-quality sandy. Sammy. Sammy. I'd appreciate it if you well, called it by its name. proper... Well, that's your name. Sammy is... I'd appreciate it called it by its proper Catholic okay, name. Okay, you're biased. Your name is Sammy, and you're calling them Sammies. I call them Sandies. Like, I call computers Compies. Um... You've never called a computer a compie in your entire fucking life. That's a lie. I call them that all the time. You do? Mm-hmm. I gotta hop my compie. Ooh, gotta get up my compi. Breathing Room is a movie from 1996. And we can't find it. There anywhere. is not a lot known about this movie. I think they've scrubbed it. I think something happened in this movie where they've had to erase it from all time. Yeah, I think they've scrubbed it from history. But we're gonna find it. But it's still if on it's IMDb. It's the last thing that we like, do. It, here's the thing. like how It's still on IMDb. It, you can still search it. Yeah. But you can't find it. You just can't find a link to watch. It exists. It's out there like 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 a little It was uh, made. Like, like it ha- it was made. It yeah. had to have been. It's on IMDb. It's, it's definitely made. People have watched we, it. People have seen this it movie. It earned before. money. But yeah. we just can't find it in the modern century. But let me tell you a little bit about the movie. That'll okay. get our taste or that'll get wet us excited. Whistle, young I'm lad. gonna wet that whistle and maybe that'll give us the fire to find this movie. So this comes from not an official description, because that doesn't exist, but from Jay Haley at hotmail.com. Oh. She says, She's Kathy, a comics cartoonist. He's David teaching English to new immigrants. Is New York City again with what's up with like never mind. Just like I feel like a lot of times in movies, it's like somebody teaching English to immigrants. Like, don't you see that a lot in movies? Like, never. I've never seen a movie where they're teaching English. Well, to then immigrants. we need to watch this movie even more. Um, with twenty nine shopping days left until Christmas, and they're in love, or are they? Their romance has been an on again, off again because David can't bring himself to say "I love you." He, he doesn't know it. He can oh, say wait, it in French, Russian, teacher. Japanese, Chinese, but not English. That's funny. So when wait, is he the English teacher? Or is he the immigrant? No, no, no. He, he's the English teacher. But but that's but a joke. Know- so it's saying like he knows a bunch of languages, but he can't say it in English. Uh, oh, hey, hey, Jay hey, Haley hey. at Hotmail.com is being funny. You got it, boy. Um, he can say it in French, Russian, Japanese, Chinese, but not English. So when she learns at an inopportune time that he's applied for a job in Ho Chi Minh City, she asks <laughs> for a breathing room until Christmas. The film chronicles the ensuing days of restless indecision. The movie is also known as Till Christmas... 
Oh, it's got an alternate title. An AKA. Wait a minute. Did you search up until? But what? We're not gonna. Did you search up until Christmas? I have not yet. Well, shit. I mean, if it happens, we're gonna talk about this. ASAP. Okay. Well, we got. We might have to host gotta, like a, a, an emergency episode. Uh, yes. But it's also known as Till Christmas, and the only other fact about this movie that I've found is that it includes the song A Party for Santa Claus as performed by Lord Nelson. Hmm. Would you like to hear that song? Absolutely. I would love to hear that song. <laughs> Sorry. Here uh, we go. That's all we got. It's actually quite a bop. Oh, yeah. Wait for the lyrics, right? Just kidding, not yet. Christmas time is the time for giving. We learned that from since we're small. But from year to year, it's the same old thing. Santa's coming to call. We always ignore it or forget it. This we know it's true. So this coming Christmas, let's all make an effort to get a present for Santa too. Let's trade in the old sleigh and the reindeer. Isn't this damn good? That's damn good. Let's take it out a second. I love the metal drum. The helicopter, because everybody loves their own Santa Claus. So, everybody loves their own Santa Claus. It's such a good song, which bodes well for the movie. Damn right. So, those are the only facts I know about this movie. First of all, it was made for $500,000. I have a description as given to us by Jay Haley at Hotmail.com. Yeah. And, and this song was in the movie. Man. That's all I got. I can't find a trailer. And, and it's also known as Till Christmas. So maybe we'll have to look that up and follow that lead a little bit. Um, I only yeah. found that out right before the podcast. So, you know, big uh, okay. development. Um, but yeah, so that was wow. a breathing room, which I feel so. We need to find this $500,000 movie. You know what? I have something I have to say. What do you have to say, Dan? Sam. This won't be easy. I'm here to listen if you're here to say it. Okay. Here I go. Go. Fucking hell. We have all day. I'm going. I need a better way. We got about an hour. Dude, these clips are... There's so many clips these days that it's so hard to find the ones I'm looking for. You gotta be an organized boy. I need to figure out a better way to do this. I feel no sympathy. I thought the guy was gay. Mr. Linus is not a gay. (laughs) What are you doing, Dan? Guys, I'm really sorry. So here's the thing. I wanted to give you this beautiful episode. I wanted to give you a gift of Sam and me talking about Breathing Room and Mm -hmm. Before and After. Two movies from 1996 that Paul probably did particularly well in. But I can't. Sometimes dreams can't come true. Sometimes we can't give everybody what they deserve. Um, we tried so hard to track down Breathing Room, but it costs a lot of money to call the UK distributor, and we couldn't do it this week. Maybe next week. Maybe. So I want to make an official apology to all the boys and girls that I hurt in this process, everybody along the way that I disappointed. For one, all 14 listeners. For two, my mom and dad. Three, Sam Calderon sitting across from me. And for God, I've let all of you down. To be fair, and I, I will try. And I'll try my hardest every goddamn day to get it to you. To give you the episode you deserve about Breathing Room as starring Paul Giamatti. Thank you, Dan. Yeah. Thank you for that apology. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. I think that should be our, our apology music. Mm-hmm. 
I like that a lot. This week has a lot of puns, I'm finding. I'm really throwing Paul's name to everything. Yeah. Um, Sam, we have no emails at our Jamadi email address. Nobody has emailed us. Really? Nobody has emailed me last week to make me feel okay about... Do you want me um, to email the Paul Giamatti email? That would make me feel good. Should we get one? In the meantime, if you want to email the podcast, uh, email Giamatti at... Jim- <laughs> at Giamatti.com. At G- email, our email address is email Giamatti. Do you think it might be because it's really hard to remember? Email Giamatti at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Email Giamatti at gmail.com. Email Giamatti at gmail.com. Email Giamatti at gmail.com. Does the brother understand? Email Giamatti at gmail.com. You're the best, man. You're the best, man. You're the best, man. And if you want to follow us, you can follow us everywhere on the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Jamadi Podcast. Yeah. And yeah, we're posting on Instagram every day. If you really want to follow one of them, follow the Instagram. We'll be posting That's, clips from the from the podcast, um, the, the clips from the show. Sorry, the clips, clips from the movies from the, movie. from the podcast. There you go. Um, on our Instagram, and you can check those out, and they're really beautiful. Well, you can see Paul turn his head, turn his head for about four seconds. It's really nice dolly shot. It's really really good. So I want to say thank you everybody for listening this week. This week was a little bit of a slow episode, but next week we'll be back at it, watching two more movies that we'll announce on our Instagram very soon. Um, and we'll follow Paul and Paul's about to get into some big roles, very big roles. So that's exciting times. This might've been the least Paul in an episode, but we're getting to a lot more Paul, but, but, but you know, the tide's coming in and Paul's Paul's right Ooh, on the surface. Baby. We hit, we're hitting low tide this episode, but we're getting to high tide. Oh, I'm so excited. Sam, are you excited? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm hard. I have a full erection. Perfect. That's what I like to hear. Um, anyway, thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week. I'm going to leave you on a really great clip and that clip is called, man, you got to organize this shit. I'm really sorry. Um, well, here's, here is a clip. Look, I, I do mortgage closings. Ah! Oh, God! What? <laughs> I sat on the glasses. <laughs> see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>